Benfica Podcast is one of the founding members of Benfica Independent. Benfica Independent is an independent platform made by fans for fans. And in it, you can find opinion articles, podcasts, including ours truly, and also modalidades, if you will. We're also on Patreon, patreon.com backslash Benfica Independent. Uh, where you can get merch, you can sign to get exclusive content and share your Benfiquism. Calma de quem é grande, maior que os maiores. É o que eu passo sempre para explicação. Eu não consigo explicar o que é ser da Benfica. Eu sinto o que é ser da Benfica. Mas de facto uma paixão. E as paixões são assim, vivem-se assim intensamente. Aqui não há nenhuma razão. É paixão, paixão, paixão. Ser Benfica. Até à morte. What's going on, everybody? Welcome to another edition of the Talking to the Doll Benfica podcast. My name is Alfredo Fumaças. With you as always, every week. Myself and the two Oliveras. We're going to start with uh, Cristiano. Cristiano, what's happening? What's <coughs> what's going on, everybody? But nonetheless, Alfredo, mais uma noite, another podcast. Thank you to all the Freddies. I know some of you Freddies were anxious. Uh, for the podcast to start, which is wow, I mean, you guys are about the only people that want to hear my voice, so <laughs> I appreciate it. And uh, yeah, I mean, this week we're talking about uh, our favorite uh, pitch patterns throughout Portuguese football, right? <laughs> what are we What are we talking about in today's podcast? <laughs> I'm sure you've got pictures of all of the uh, the pitch patterns. That's too, it. Right? Let's talk about burn marts. Burn, bro. Marts. We got two in a row, man. That's a that's a reason to to talk two in a row. What's I know happening, we got Dave the Oliveira. I'm doing good, uh, Alfredo. Much better uh, today than I was on uh, Saturday afternoon. I know you guys were kind of giving me the gears there and hoping that uh, I bring that a little bit of that energy to uh, tonight's podcast. But uh, we'll see if I can uh, duplicate some of those feelings I had on uh, on Saturday yeah. afternoon. Um, I gotta be honest. I thought that Cristiano asked you if somebody had peed in your Cheerios because you were you were angry, man. You were very angry on Saturday. It wasn't even anything going on. You were just angry. I was just angry at the I, world, I guess. Eh? I think Dave couldn't I, get his truck across. Couldn't get his truck yeah. across. <laughs> couldn't take his truck, you know, for <laughs> a ride. Uh, that's where I was going there. with that. Okay, oh, no, it's that's where I was going. Been, that's why we're partners. Been trying to drive across <laughs> the the border there with the truck to uh, do this podcast live uh, in person for two years now, but uh, still, still not getting the truck across. But uh, but yeah, we're we're doing much better today on the uh, on a Tuesday night Good. compared to a, a Saturday afternoon. Alfredo, I'm, I'm, some of the Freddies here. Some of the Freddies are, are, you know, questioning where Hello, I. Hello, Freddies. Know, What's up, Freddies? Come again, The Freddies are wondering, you know, where I'm doing our podcast from today, and so just in case you guys don't know, I'm doing it from George Zuzu's private, uh, what's the server server basement room? So you know, I'm getting a sneak peek at his server this weekend. So ask me questions in about an hour, and I'll be able to answer. Them. Oh, you <laughs> Benfica. <laughs> Oh, yo, yeah, yeah, so I love all our Freddies, man. Uh, Welcome, yeah, everybody's bro. joining in. You guys, yeah, you guys, everybody's are, joining in. I'm, I'm everybody glad except that Michael guy. 
Yeah, everybody except that Michael. Everybody's tremendous. That guy from Continue. Michael likes to be in a con- No. <laughs> I go on I this like podcast. Gonzalez. I say I try to start trouble. They just it's like you, Alfredo. When you ignore me, just pass it right over. Like don't even pay I, attention. That that is uh that is the medicine, man. When you're just talking shit, number one bullshit guy, we just ignore you. <laughs> we just ignore you, man. We just let you go. It's the best thing that we could do. Blah, Best blah, medicine. Blah, blah. Good. Don't be... enable you. Listen, so anyway, going back to our conversation about the chat, since Dave had so much to say, I've decided to take a back seat today. today. Quiet. Let Dave vent. Dave's got a lot to get off his chest. And, and that's how we, tired of we start every podcast. We start every podcast with Chris saying, okay, I'm not saying anything tonight. And then, uh, no, I but I'm not saying uh, the last thing I'm going to say is I like that. I look at you with that jersey. I'm thinking of Fernando Meira. What do you think, Alfredo? Fernando Meira? No, this is before Fernando Meira. This uh, is a Jumpinto. That, that's a Jumpinto, yeah, because I got that uh, yellow version of that. Yeah, but Fernando Meira got something similar to that, bro. Mm. I think you're thinking no, about Fernando Meira. Fernando Meira, the one with the with the gala. Remember the, with the strings in the gray and the black with the white gala? Chico uh, Marcelino says Macaridis. Uh, out of all the guys that you can think of, you come up with Macaridis. Well, I can't see it, Mike. I can't see the the, the 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 sponsor, bro. I just see a white. Yeah, T. Oh, that's Calado, bro. That's, I'm thinking of Calado. That's, that's Viet, Vietnam. Pure yeah, yeah, Vietnam I couldn't tell. There. That's Calado years. I, I think we should stick with this conversation. I think we've given Benfica a lot of luck lately. Um, <laughs> and, not, and not dissecting <laughs> not, not their failures. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, but we, we have to we have to talk about. Uh, we're running out of extra things to talk about here. So until the next idea pops in. Listen. We can talk about anything you guys want. Just don't throw any bullets here on, you know, into the screen and stuff like that, you know, because we might get a $37 fine. But, yeah, none of that stuff. Here. Um, <laughs> I, I don't know what to say, man. I thought I had seen it all. Golf balls, uh, lighters, but bullets. Who throws a bullet? Hey, I, I, I guess the good thing is that they forgot that the bullet actually goes in a gun. So that, that's a positive. That's a, could have, things could have been worse. If you uh if you throw a bullet, the most you could do is maybe like a skin bruise, not much else. Nah, so depends, I, I get bro. it. I get it. Depends it depends where you throw it from. If you throw it from the upper deck, by the time that lands, you never know. They say they say if you drop a penny from like the top of the Empire State Building, by the Kick time it lands on a, it'll crush somebody, it'll crush a car, a penny. Yeah. So it like, depends we where need, they, we, uh, we need Carlos here to explain how the how velocity the and gravity. gravity works. Yes, doctor. The wait, but wait, but the type of doctor that he is. No, I thought you know he knows about between the legs. He's a doctor of science. A That's, science doctor. We have yet to know what who Carlos is. Carlos is just this. Uh, I love Carlos. I don't know who he is, but I love him. Very intelligent person that has all these facts, all these science facts for us, and that we appreciate greatly. Carlos um, has become, I think. In our Benfica podcast world, it's a small, small, small little world. But Carlos has become known in the Benfica podcast circles as the most positive fan and possible. I think he's much more positive than positive Cristiano. What do you think? <laughs> he always puts a positive. This okay. that is definitely <laughs> he's he's got to be like half. He's not just Portuguese because Portuguese we're all <laughs> pessimistic. The guy is a glass half full. Majority of us chops are glass half empty. That's they ain't even half empty. That's just empty. You know what I mean? But yeah, he's definitely Mr. Positivity. 
Yeah, anything is more positive than um, than positive Cristiano. You know that. Uh, anyway, episode yeah, number four. Cristiano didn't bring us a lot of victories. So, <laughs> episode number four hundred and thirty-seven is what we're up to on tonight's podcast. Uh, we will look back at the Santa Clara game, and we'll look ahead to to the trip uh, to the Besa, to the to Porto to play Boa Vista, which happens this Friday. Uh, so let's get right into uh, Santa Clara. Santa Clara coming into this uh, game five games without having uh, lost the game. Uh, they were also missing some key players, Lincoln and Krizan, um, that have been key players for them uh, this season. Um, but did Kennedy but- play? Kennedy Boateng did play. Kennedy, Look at that. That's... I was right. Oh, there's, another, there's another legend from the Vietnam, Kennedy. Starting left back, mid that guy. He was left back. Hold on, Alfredo. If you recall, all jokes aside now, and you'll get right back into the game. But since you mentioned those those horrific days, if you recall, Kennedy was the equivalent of our Paul Bernardo in today's day. He was supposed to be the next great hope. You recall that? He was, oh my God. No. Yeah, but you just you see, you're trying to be nice, man. No, because he was Kennedy the guy was that- supposed to be uh, the next great hype. He left. He left very, um, uh, 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 not a very lasting memory. Look, That's why I don't. Sleep, I don't remember. No, but you she might not remember. He but he was. But he was. He was supposed to be a parongash being the formation. I don't put no goalie. He was supposed to be the next. Cristiano, what about Edgar? Edgar was the man. He went on to play to Real Madrid. Now, I don't think he ever wore a shirt, but he signed for Real Madrid, I believe. And then he went to uh, Malaga. Um, he was at the Coruña, La, La, La Coruña, and I think Malaga. If I'm not mistaken, he played yeah, a nice little career in Spain. Yeah, he was supposed to be the next uh, big thing, uh, big, fast uh, winger uh, with an easy dribble. Anyway, uh, here's uh, how Benfica lined up. Vlaco Dimos, uh, Lazaro, Otamendi, Vertonghen and Grimaldo, Feigl and Bernardo, Rafa and Everton on the wings, Ramos uh, and Darren up front. Um, i got to be honest, and I know that I've said this here uh, last week about um, – seeing certain things that left me uh, encouraged about the progress of the team. Um, and I really thought that um, that the team played well until we allowed the allowed the goal at the 19th minute. I thought there was some, some interesting combinations. I thought that the team uh, showed some dynamic in terms of the way they were moving and they were showing up for, for balls and, and, and getting balls and passing lanes. I thought it was, it was a good first 20 minutes. And then we suffered that, that goal on a on a counter, uh, and I think that after that, because the team's morale is, is so bad, we were right back in the hole, and we really couldn't couldn't turn anything around until uh, until the second half. Um, but it just it just speaks of of where where this team is in terms of confidence. The team has um, no confidence, uh, so anything that happens, they don't have um, the mental strength. Uh, to recover or to respond, uh, so I thought that uh, that was one of the things that that I saw from the the first half. But uh, you know, uh, second half, few substitutions by uh, by Verissim, and I, I think Cristiano this time he actually uh, he touched the team, but he he touched it well. Uh, he made a change. You know why that is? Do you know why no, that no, is? Don't come, don't come, don't come, don't come. <laughs> That's of it. You don't. You want to touch on it, then I start. You don't So then I won't say none. But we all know why it is, and it starts with the four, and it ends with a nine. But you know, that's conversation <laughs> for another day. Four sixty nine. 
No, starts with a four, ends with a nine, bro. Okay, so but it can have a numbers in there, right? It's your world. You can have whatever you want. But... Yeah, Tarap and, and Tarap came in for Bernardo and Yarmchuk came in for Everton, and that and and I didn't understand the the Everton substitution because I thought that Everton had been one of our best players of the half, unless he was he was feeling something. Um, but yeah, th those guys seem to um, kind of spark, uh, create a spark, and Darwin would equalize in the 60th minute. So three minutes after those two guys came in off of a PK, clumsy challenge. Clear PK, nothing to talk about. And then two he minutes later. He changed the game. That op changed the game. It was direct pass. Boom. All of a sudden, the team's going forward. And then you had that one pass that he passed back that Boavista yeah. took, and he almost they almost scored. It's a good thing we didn't play Boavista this time, though. So it, didn't, I mean, it, really, uh, it really didn't matter this game. Yeah, this game it didn't affect us. But, uh, but look, I, <laughs> if I finish your point because i i have nothing positive to say nothing negative to say but nothing positive. The only positive i got to say is about adele everything else is just i watch the game now as an obligation you know afraid it's like a job it's like a job i i watch the game to watch dave's reaction and to read dave's reaction in the group chat dave can you mute this guy I, he just keeps talking man i'll i'll jump on chris's point there about as a job because like i said in the group chat i work about 40 you hours a week during the the week to only spend another two hours you on my weekend watching this this crap uh, that the the team puts out uh, weekend and week out. So I, I uh, share the same sentiments as Cristiano that this is uh, this is pretty much a job for us that we have to uh, to watch uh, what this uh, this club is doing to us here. Yeah, he wants to defend that up so bad. Okay. He came yeah, in. I, know, I don't. I, I think we can all agree that, that, that I, I, changed the the match in Benfica's favor. Dave, I'll Why, talk to you, Dave, because you listen to me, Dave. See, I think that's what makes me want to defend him and mention him more often is that people have such a hard on not to mention any of the positive things you say. They just want to overlook it. But the negatives, Alfredo doesn't forget something about Boavista that happened, I don't know, like four seasons ago. Like, that's what every Benfica, they do not give the guy his, his due when he's, again, Give it to him when he earns it. Just like when he's not positive, you guys have no problem in getting on him and, and, and crucifying the guy. But I think he had a positive effect, whether you like it or not. He came in, his direct passes made a distant dif uh, an instant difference in that game. So much so, we got a, boy, a penalty off of one of his passes, not, not too long into, into the game, right? I think he started the play on that, if I'm not mistaken. And all I'm just saying, Alfredo, is for this one moment, Let's give him his praise. You want to say the rest of the game didn't particularly go well? That's fine. But he changed it when he came in. That's it. Just do that, and then I'll move on. I think Chico Marcelino brings up a great point that I'm changing the that I'm changing the game says more about the rest of the team than than about that Adam himself, which uh, you know I, I I tend to agree because for that position we don't have anybody that could do what Tarap does. That's my my admission to you, Chris. Uh, but I think that um, that app leaves a lot to be desired in terms of uh, the complete package. I think that he offers some predictability. I think he, he offers magic at times. I think sometimes he finds passes that people don't usually find because of his of his skill level. But I think that there's there's some things that uh, he can compromise the team on on some missed passes and risky passes that sometimes we shouldn't be making. So. Uh, to be fair, Tarab's last five to six appearances have been solid overall. Even when they compliment the guy, they give him a backhanded slap. <laughs> See that? Even when it's a comp, as as if as a like I, I'm look, 
we'll move on. But as if anybody else that's playing over is giving you anything else that's more solid and more concrete and, and, and you know, more consistent. But, you know, we'll just decide. We'll, we'll choose to, 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 to move on to the next battle. He had, a, he had a good game, but I don't think – I think that if he has somebody to compete with him, I don't think he plays. So whose fault is that? That's his fault. That's the club's fault. He's still the best option at that position on the team. And yet, it's the only option. He's the, the okay. only option with the skill set that he has, bringing the ball forward and and uh, and breaking lines and taking guys on. He's the only guy that could do that. And okay, that's the not middle. the only. That's not that in my world. I don't call that the only option. I call that the best option. That's just it's just because well, what, he has those characteristics. What other option? Best option. If he keeps well, to act like Paul Bernardo, the second coming of of, of Kulu, Mario Coluna, Paulo Sousa, Ricosta, all ball into one. Paul Bernardo doesn't have the skill set that Terapt has. He doesn't take people on. He's that's not the type of player that he is. Neither is João Mario, neither is Weigel, uh, neither is Maite, neither is any <laughs> of the center midfielders that uh, that are on the squad, especially now with Pizzi being gone. And I don't think Pizzi could take people on anyway, but. Look, the um, important thing is we're getting positive points. He came yeah. on. He helped the team for a few minutes. Um, you know, we're getting some consistency. We're getting some positivity into the attitudes and hopefully confidence-wise. Benfica is able to, you know, get a little run. Second place is still not out of the reach. It's going to be difficult. But, hey, today, as we sit here, Benfica is only 10 points away from first place. Last week at this time, they were 12. So there's a positive. There's – oh, look. Como é que se português? Já tivemos mais longe. <laughs> no, it, you know that's that's the that's the truth. You know we got to follow our path and and do what uh, what we can. Um, as I mentioned, two one uh, in the sixty second minute by Darwin to feed off a of Yarmchuk, and then your boy Tarapta has that uh, nice feed to uh, Ramos in the seventy first minute that Ramos just wasted. Um, no, and, we're not uh, giving. We're not going to give him a pass. We're not going to let him that slide by. Because if my boy Seferovic is on the end of that, we're we're never hearing the end of this. That Seferovic this is, is hurt, bro. I know, but I'm saying you might as well put uh, Ramos as the Portuguese uh, Seferovic with these chances he's he's missing. Just because he's from the academy, he gets the uh, the gold aura around him. But come on, this this is becoming a a trend and a routine now with with Ramos. It, when everyone is healthy, he's at, uh, he's fourth on the depth chart for for strikers. Um, Dave, I think that that speaks a lot to the the team's mentality overall. Um, that there's no there's no confidence. Nobody's playing with with confidence. Even Vigo has has gone down a couple a couple notches uh, from what we've seen. But Vigo, after a while, after playing so many games, man, that that shit wears on you. Uh, but I'm not talking about Weigel here. I'm I'm, I'm on Gonzalo Ramos. I think he, we're giving him too much of a, a pass here, and it's time well, we start putting his. Feet who, else the fire who else is there? Who else is there? There's day. nobody there, but we we give him. Oh, it's okay. It's okay. It's it's Ramos. He's from the academy. He's allowed to be making these. It's these not misses. okay. Dave, you're running the risk again. Both Oliveira's muted. You better care. be careful, I, 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 Dave. No, I don't. I don't I have the mute button. <laughs> No, look, it's uh, I understand what you're saying, and I agree with you that he shouldn't be getting the pass. But right now, again, this squad is showing how how limited it is in terms of the depth squad and in terms of of positions that we're missing. Um, I don't know if you have a, a better guy to play behind the the striker right now than uh, than Gonzalo Ramos. I don't think that's what Dave is saying. I'm gonna try to help out Dave here. 
I know what Dave is saying. Dave that we just we wants to give him a pass. That's what they. Well, I think that's we don't what have anyone else. But you're right. At the same time, like our limit, our, our our options are limit. You know, you got Yaramchuk who hasn't, you know, lit the world on fire. Let's let's call a spade a spade. Darwin is better on the outside than he is up top with his back to the goal. As you said, Sferovic is hurt. Pino's hurt. There's not many options. So I think Dave just wants <laughs> the guy to get proper Dave hate to, because this guy gets him. criticized. Yeah, Dave wants to bench him and he wants to put Maite behind a striker. It's not what I'm saying, but if it's Sferovic making those I, same mistakes, we're I know exactly what you're saying, of, Dave. We're running him out of Portugal. We're flying him to. We're driving him to the airport, but. Ramos, like not a single peep on uh, on Twitter or wherever you consume your your media, no, he gets I, a free I, pass. Sir. I think there's criticism, Ramos. There's definitely criticism. I don't see it, Alfredo. I see a guy that works very hard. I see a guy, to his credit, um, he gets himself in a lot of great scoring positions. To be brutally honest with you, but his finishing is not there. He should be putting away a couple of the you know more opportunities than he's being. Like in this game itself, he had a couple that he should have absolutely buried. And so you, it's the growing pains of a youngster. You know you're going to go through these ups and downs. You just wish he was a lot more consistent than what he's Chris, shown. you give him a pass. I'm not giving him a pass at all. He's saying it's growing pains from being a youngster. But it is. But at the same time, it is. Look, I, I'm not. I don't think I'm giving him a pass. I'm mentioning facts. <laughs> right? I think you know that for a while. I've been telling last year. I mean, guys, for those Freddies in the chat that, that listen to the Bifika on a regular, Alfredo, we had like a confrontation, right? You and I kept going back and forth about, because you thought he'd be earned or he should have gotten more playing time. And I kept saying he didn't want more playing time. So, I mean, you guys know how I feel about Gonzalo, but I'm just saying he does a lot of good, but amongst that good, there's also a lot of bad. And I think, you know, at the end of the day, strikers are in the game to do one thing, which is to put the ball in the back of the net. And he's not been good at that at all. And I think that's what Dave's trying to say that. And, and again, it goes back to, that's why I was messing around about the whole thing about Oliver's getting muted. But we're Dave and I today are on the same wavelength, which is a Delta Rock gets criticized for the same exact thing that other guys do, that other guys do, if not worse, yet nobody praises them. And what Dave is saying in this case is if that's Fedovic, social media is lit on fire. Where I mean, I gotta be brutally honest, and you know, we uh, I'm on social media as well. I don't see a lot of that hate that Dave or that criticism of Alfredo that you're saying that you've seen, I don't see that criticism for a, a, a kid like Gonzalo Rums. And I think a lot of it has to do one, because he's Portuguese and two, because he's from the academia. No, I, I agree with that. I agree that guys from the Academy get more of a pass than, than veterans like Seferovic and, and other guys. Can you, can we say that Seferovic is a veteran? He certainly isn't in his teens. Um, but I, I do get, I do understand that. And right now, I I'm, I'm on the same wavelength. I don't think that the that the guy puts enough chances away for or goals away from the chances that he has. I agree with that. But who else is there that we could put in there? Um, I think that Gonzalo Ramos, as Cristiano mentioned, that because of how much he 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 moves, uh, I think he puts himself in in very good positions to to finish to be frontal to the to the goal but is 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 finishing has to improve and this of course coming from um a guy who's been touted as one of one of the great finishers at, at Seychelles uh and certainly he's not he's not showing that at this level and certainly needs to uh improve on that but I do think that he he adds a certain dimension to that to that front line that a lot of guys that we have as forwards don't 
Well, we're missing a couple guys anyway, but I think that behind the the, the center forward, I think that there's not much. You, I guess you you could put that up there. I think that's more of his position than it is of an eight. Uh, but certainly, uh, Gonzalo Ramos needs to to put balls away. You know, and I think that people's uh, patience is wearing wearing thin. But anyway. Dave, just what else making you got sure to say? I, I we were you were gonna you were gonna pass by and I'm just making sure we got that that segment in there. I think we were ready to get Maybe some stats. Morris Morris has mentioned that he thinks that the confusion has a lot to do with the coaching by Nelson Verissimo. But here's the problem: it was with JJ. It's always there's always a, let's point the fingers at everybody. And I keep saying it over and over, guys. And Alfredo, you know me. You talk a lot off air, bro. I think you when you mute me then for sure. I think you definitely tune me out <laughs> because I'm always chewing your ear out. But bro, good players, they figure it out. Obviously, when you're playing with better players, things get a little bit easier. But good players, they stand out on their own. They take it like Gonzalo's doing enough to get himself in certain positions. It's just his finishing is not there. Is it? to do with confidence is it to do with his lack of quality now now that's the million dollar question his lack of his that, experience also well okay fine uh that's i i i, I joined that alongside the confidence you got what i but you're right uh confidence experience um but yeah is it that is it the lack of quality we don't know we'll see but now he's getting plenty of opportunities and sooner or later he has to put these opportunities in the back of the net. He has to make them count. If it, you know, if he's going to be a guy that Bifika is going to be able to count on, Bifika has to win games. Bifika has to decide for the rest of the year who do we keep. You know, they should play that game that the three of us and we've been going back to to, to Steve and everybody that we play at the end of the year. Keep sell alone. They should do it like now. That's what they should be observing. That's what they be should be trying to make those decisions as the season winds down here, Alfredo. Um. I was going to look this up, but I'll, Dave, you could look this up if you can't, please. Um, up until this this game, I think that Gonzalo Ramos was coming off scoring in the last three in a row. Two games? Three in a row? Three. Three. Yeah, scored three in what a row. What was that ever? Three league, three league games. Yeah, so league he's, games. he scored uh, now three out of the four last league games. Yeah, he didn't score this one, right? But he scored the yeah. previous three. Yeah. yeah. So he's putting the balls away. He's just not, as, not putting as many as he should because of the opportunities and some of them glaring uh, that he's had. I get that. I give him that. And I also, I agree with you guys that he needs to put more balls away in order to continue to deserve chances. What's he got? Four goals on a year, Alfredo? Is I don't it know. Four? I, I think it's, I year. think it's something like it's, four. It's uh, four. Yeah. You know how many appearances? Uh, 32. 32 appearances. He's appeared in that many games. We've played that many games already. Yeah. Between all competitions. Bro, we're making Champions League run, Tasa the Liga runs. I mean, this team, Tatu, everything's working, bro. We're going to make a deep runs, Alfredo. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, look, I think that the most important, and I think that everybody agrees, is is getting those uh, three points. Uh, and especially on a week that uh, your rivals are playing each other, you need to take advantage of that situation. Um, it's the most important thing. And then building on the momentum that you're creating albeit the slow one um i think that the morale needs to, to be raised and i think that the consistency and results um is needed uh because otherwise i think that we're just going to be spinning wheels and i don't know i i have a 
I, regardless of whether I, I rate uh, Nelson Verissim or or not, um, I think that this team has gone through almost a, a preseason with him taking over uh, because there's been a, a lot of changes. So the team is still still trying to assimilate uh, his ideas. Um, he finally uh, made substitutions that were effective this game. We hadn't seen that since he took over. Uh, so I guess that's a positive also. Uh, but as I mentioned, I think that the three points is really the, the the biggest thing that you could pull from from this uh, from this game, uh, along with the fact that uh, we've become dependent on Darwin, right? Because he was away international in international duty, and we we struggled. Um, Darwin, I think that um, last year we spoke here, and, and Cristiano was very adamant that. Uh, we paid way too much money for a guy that played in the Spanish uh, Segunda. Um, and uh, he wasn't as good as we thought he was going to be, but he's kind of found ways to, to find the back of the net this year. Um, I think he's just a couple goals short of 30 goals in all competitions, if I'm not mistaken. So, um, and, I, and it could be just the fact, like Chico Marcelino was saying, that the team is not great. So any guy that's playing a little bit better stands out. I don't know. Diogo Reis says he's a Seychelles hugger. So 23 goals. I, I still says. think we paid way too much money for Durham, but I mean, to his credit, um, he's looked like a totally different player this season than he did last season. He's absolutely carrying Benfica. When he's on the field, he's a totally different Benfica. We pose a threat. Even though we go huge spurts at a game as if we're, I don't know, playing everything but a soccer game, but he finds a way just like this past weekend. He you know, steps up for the penalty. That's not on him, but whatever. He gets the penalty, converts it. Then a minute later, boom. You, you know, that's what these special players do. That's why these guys get paid the big bucks. That's why their they're transfers are ginormous bucks. Because they could get a game like this where Benfica started off well. Then all of a sudden it looked like, you know, the game in Solteiros contra Casados again. And But then you get a player like that that steps up with his magic. And he's able to make a difference with that one play. And, you know. To his credit, I'm a guy that still I'm not sold on on Darwin, but I gotta I gotta admit, he's done a complete turnover this season. He's been a tremendously different player, and, and you know it's it's exciting to see. Now <laughs> he keeps playing like this. I don't think we see him here in July at the end of July, but that's a conversation. That's something we should worry about at the end of the season. But I just wanna wanted to praise him and, and say that you know because I'm a guy that, that that bashed him, and as you mentioned before, I have no problem admitting when when I'm right when I'm wrong. Um, and I think to his credit, man, he's, he's turned it around and and the dude is by far Benfica's most dangerous player um, this season. Yeah. Yeah, because uh, Rafa really took a dive. Yeah, Everything Rafa is, is emerging. Uh, but here's the thing. If if I'm a, a scout for a team, I'm recognizing Darwin's raw and talent and ability, right? But I think that he's still somewhat green in a lot of aspects. Uh, and I think that if I'm a scout, I'm probably leaving him where he is. And I'm not just talk, saying this because I'm being biased. So we can hone up and polish his skills at a level where is not as high as a Premier League, as a La Liga. Um, so I, I think that you kind of want to leave him here because the pressure is not a big pressure of being bought by 60 million or whatever he's going to go for and going to the premier league. And then he has that price tag on top of his head already. And the uh, pressure to, uh, to, to 
give results to put now, what results you say, on the field. What you say, Alfredo, makes makes perfect sense. Perfect sense. But it's never going to happen because there's no team that's going to risk um, not acquiring them now or coming in early and picking them up and risk someone else coming and picking them up and all of a sudden they miss the next big star. These teams would rather be, you know, have him in their facility playing for them and having him be a bust and showing up to the party lane and having them leave with somebody else and becoming the hottest you know prospect on the market or player on the market then so there's no way that he's staying at Benfica past this summer I seriously seriously doubt that he stays at Benfica but what you're saying makes perfect sense though yeah um Dave anything else any more hate towards Gonzalo Ramos before we could get into the stats hmm not on uh, Gonzalo Ramos. I think we... Uh, Who else do you want to hate on, Dave? Because you were hating on a whole lot of people on Saturday. Vlaco Dimos. I don't know if he rubbed <laughs> his uh, his gloves with Crisco before the, the game or at halftime, but that man could not grab a ball uh, to save his, uh, his Is life. Is that anything new? <laughs> he I, probably I did that. his... He did his hair with his gloves on. That's probably what happened. Maybe, but... But isn't, uh, that, but isn't that gel supposed to be sticky? <laughs> like, that's why it, I'm saying. What they got the gloves they with the sticky must, stuff? The gloves he, like have the. I don't know if maybe, he was making masa or what, but he was definitely had Crisco on uh, on on those gloves, and no ball was sticking to those uh, those yeah. gloves, just slipping right out. Maybe he had Vaseline on his gloves. He was trying to lose. Hey, you don't want to hate on Almeida? Who else, Dave? Come on, you're on the roll. Almeida Let's wasn't go, Dave. play, bro. Um, Almeida's good. He's good on the bench. He can uh, get. He can get some experience off Luis L and move up to the uh, director's board. I'm sure that's uh, his next step. The only other guy that that I was gonna sh- share ahead, some hate on was uh, was Mete. That guy is slow as molasses. He just Who? has like no Mete. 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 He has no no energy. Yeah, that guy's got no energy when he comes on the field. It's everything is just slow as a sloth. That, that's that just the guy. that's just the style, uh, but again, coming in uh, at an eight position, not a six. And I thought he the time that he was there, he didn't do particularly bad. Um, but it, yeah, Dave, he's it's it's um, it's frustrating to watch him because he moves so slow, and when he gets the ball, you got guys on top of him. He takes Bro, forever to release it, the ball. He plays possum. He plays possum. He's quicker than you <laughs> think. Don't fall slint. Don't fall slint. On TV, he looks slow, but he's quicker than you think. I'm looking for. <laughs> I'm looking for. I'm looking for a comment here from from Boris. Let me ask you guys. He said um, he's our William Carvalho. No, Boris before said that he loved. Oh, there it is. I'm in love with Lazarus crosses. That guy was a great time. Obviously sarcastic, but um, I just yeah, that made me chuckle. I'm, I'm glad that you me. brought that up. Is is Lazaro our big our our best uh, right back option currently? Who you ask? That's Dave. Dave's informed. Dave. I I loved I love uh, Radonich when he was playing at that position. He was another guy. I that brought love some- Dave. That's a little strong. Uh, where it's yeah, uh, that's a, day that's after, a JJ invention, bro. That's a day after Valentine's Day. Love is still in the uh, the air here. Uh, I love the uh, what he brought to the team. We haven't we've seen uh, flashes since he went down with an injury. We've seen a little bit of flashes since he's uh, got back from injury, but uh, he brought some. Like you say, Chris, he has that thing uh, called speed, and you can't uh, teach speed with uh, Radonich. Yeah, that's, yeah, I mean, speed and size, you can't teach those two things. Yeah, thank you to, uh, to all the Freddies for joining us. 
We're uh, leaving. Everybody that's uh, that's come in late. No, no. Oh, I thought you were wrapping uh, up. I'm giving uh, uh, I'm I'm recognizing it halfway through the show because a lot of people had uh, have joined us uh, since we uh, came on. Uh, so we got a we got a packed house right now. Uh, Chico Marcelino thinks that Gilberto is still the best option. Uh, right back. Gilberto is working on his mixtape. That's why he hasn't been available to uh, <laughs> filming <laughs> music videos. To play. He, he, he's coming out with the with with the you know collaboration with the Snoop Dogg, Dr. Dre, Eminem. Mary <laughs> I was going to say that you worked yeah. on that choreography. <laughs> he couldn't make you know he didn't have his his passport. He couldn't make it to the Super Bowl, but he was going to partake it, it, in that. It yeah. was his idea to hang Fifty Cent upside down. <laughs> <laughs> More like a dollar now, but yeah. Yeah, but, uh, Chris, maybe that's the new sexy man. That's where I mean, look, you and look, I, uh, I fit right in. I got, I got to be fair. I got to be honest. It was I didn't come up with this, but somebody I, I don't know where I seen it and somewhere on social media. Somebody said, you know, most of you were cracking up, but none of you looked the way you did back when fifty was fifty. You all look like you know rounded, round, you know, well rounded yourselves nowadays. So yeah, I mean, yeah, I'm a little thicker now than I was back in the days as well. So I can't can't hate on fifty. Hey, Cristiano, like my dad says, a velhice é uma chatice. Dave, stats, bro. Uh, stats here. So uh, the new Monku master, uh, Darwin has now scored five goals against uh, Santa Clara in uh, his career. So he's uh, him, uh, Santa Clara and B-Sad, uh, he's got five goals against. Uh, four goals against uh, Lech Poznan and uh, Famalicão, so he's uh, he's taken over the uh, PT duties uh, quite Dave, well, Darwin. Who's more disliked in a soldier right now, Darwin or me? <laughs> no. I don't think. Yeah, uh, he, yeah you you have he hasn't <laughs> made any comments Asotas, about uh, grudge, plumbing, bro. but he's scoring goals against them, Dave. That's worse. But, but uh, you know, people people in the soldiers hold a grudge. See, half, they, uh, I, I would say half the Santa Clara guys are Benfica fans anyway. There you go. That's uh, what I was gonna like say. Like I, I know that that Walter, for example, both of his clubs are Santa Clara and Benfica, uh, and he. Oh, you got both of your clubs. Yeah, well, that's your that's your town club. Yeah, that's I your know. local club. I got Alcuchet, Stubble, Betamar. I got a lot of them, bro. Christian, you don't want Alcuchet, man. Alcuchet wears uh, colors uh, like uh, no. They don't wear. They actually have Sporting U twenty three team playing at their stadium now. By the way, that's right. Yeah. That's right. You guys speak the records that get Benfica there. Dave, uh, what, else? what else on what else on Darwin here? He's now got uh, 18 goals uh, in the league this year, league's uh, top scorer, and averaging a goal every uh, 70 minutes uh, in the league there. So as much as we like to uh, rag on uh, Darwin, he has putting up a, a good performance uh, this year. Yeah, I can't wait to one of these sharks, right. Newcastle, who's looking to spend boatloads of money. I can't wait for them to come get him for $100 million. Now, if I was a sporting um, director, I would not spend $100 million on him. But, hey, I'll take yeah. it as a Benfica. Yeah, Nelson Carvalho is saying the people in Azores are Benfica fans. Yeah, that that is my my understanding that most of the Azorians are are Benfica fans. Isn't there two clubs in Azores? Santa, Santa Clara and what's the other one? I don't think not in San Miguel. I didn't say San Miguel. I said Azores. <laughs> There's got to be another club. There is. There is. There I is. remember the another club. The names now escape me. Rabt Peixe. for this. No, there's gotta be guys. Come on, help me out. Guys peixe peixe. Group group desportivo rap de peixe. Lusitania. Lusitania. Lusitania? I know yeah. there's another club. Okay. 
Um, no, what do you call it? Uh, in terms of, of Gilberto, <laughs> let, let's think this through, right? Lazar is starting. Andre Almeida is, is obviously making the bench. You think, no Almeida plays another, you, you think Andre Almeida plays another game for Benfica? Rabo do Peixe, Praense, Fontinha are in third division. Praense, Praense. Terceira Pridi. Ok, Spa, Pridi. Terceira Pride. Oh, I thought it was Pridi. <laughs> <laughs> Now, um, yeah. Pridi. I, mean, you know, I was trying to read it in Portuguese. <laughs> <laughs> that's where that's where we are with um oh, with uh, Gilberto. That right now, Lazarus starter, Andre Almeida. If he's if he's healthy and available, he's going to make the bench because he's a captain. Obviously, he shouldn't, uh, but he does. Uh, so that leaves you're not going to care. You're not going to sit three three right backs despite being able to make five substitutions. You're still going to have the same amount of of uh, of players on the on the bench. So. Listen, I, I, I seriously question if after what we saw in Andre Almeida's last performance, I think we figured lost at home. Pa Marítima right? é da Madeira, pa. I know, oh. but he's, that's what he's saying. He's, you're thinking of Madeira, got Nacional, Neo da Madeira was up yeah. also, but I think that, because I first, I thought Michael was drinking too. It's, it's a bigger land read, mass. It's the yeah. bigger land mass. Um, and plus, that's where Ronaldo's from, so they got more land. Um, for more, for more, tro <laughs> for more trophies, such make it. Uh, what was I gonna say? I after his last performance, I seriously doubt that Andre Almeida is gonna play any more meaningful minutes the rest of the season. Like when the game's online, like if Benfica is winning or whatever he said, he I don't, especially I don't see now him. that pizza's gone. No, nah, but forget. I'm just talking about his. Forget Pete. I'm talking about his performances. They've, they've kind of destroyed that uh, that alliance. Yeah. They broke so, it. They broke it. Yeah, I don't. Do I, that's I, that's I, why he, uh, Rafa isn't on the, the top of his game right now, too, because of the shenanigans going on in the uh, the locker room or the I lack of that, shenanigans. Uh, well, we know that Rafa's is had inconsistencies throughout the year. He isn't throughout the, the year, throughout his life, <laughs> throughout his no, life, I, Alfredo. I mean, but looking at every season that he's played, he's not the he, he shows he starts, very right? well at certain times. Right, regardless of when, and then there's a there's a huge low um, coming off that peak. There's a huge low, and and I think that's why you know teams haven't picked up on Rafa. Uh, you know that along with his finishing uh, is not great. When the um, dude's on fire, he's phenomenal, but he'll yeah. be on fire for a month and a half to two months, and then he goes yeah. huge chunks. Of, and this is, but it's every single season, so. Now, this yeah. season, the difference is that he started off hot and he's kept that consistency all throughout the first half, and now he's gone missing again. Usually, he'll show up, disappear, show up, disappear. And he, he's now he's disappearing. He hasn't shown up yet. We're hoping that he shows up at some point Yeah, again. Yeah, I don't know. And, and I, I was going to say that maybe it has something to do with the, the style of play that Verissimo has yeah. brought, but Rakafa is known for his inconsistencies. Uh, so this is this is normal. This is normal. Yeah, um, yeah. It's just a shame that we don't have anyone else that could uh, that could play there, that could compete. So we'll just have to see. Uh, anyway, turning our attention to Boavista now, Benfica will play uh, Boavista uh, at Stadio do Bessa this Friday, 8:15 local. Uh, Dave, what's Boavista up to? Uh, Boavista currently in 12th position with 21 points from three wins, 12 draws, uh, seven defeats. Uh, Petit took over there as uh, the manager uh, midway uh, through the season here. 
but uh, they have not won a game since uh, December uh, 19th, going uh, seven draws, uh, one loss during that uh, eight-game uh, span. The last 10 uh, against Boavista, we've got seven uh, wins, two losses. Uh, those losses include the uh, Verela blunder and the 3-0 uh, defeat last uh, season at the Bessa. And uh, one draw, which uh, came at the uh, Tasa de Liga uh, this uh, not a couple of weeks ago. So we've uh, recently played them. Last five at the best, uh, two wins, one draw, two defeats. Yeah. Uh, Boavista comes into this game having only lost one game at Estadio do Bessa. Um, they're only bested by Porto, who hasn't lost any games in, in quite a bit. Uh, but uh, yeah, Boavista has a, a very good record at home. Uh, despite most of their record being ties, um, they do have a, a solid record. Um, League Cup matchup semifinal against uh, Benfica. I thought that Bovista was the better team. I wonder if they're going to carry some of that, what they took from that game and understanding that they were better than Benfica into this game. Um, and I think they they probably will. They probably will. Um, what else? As you mentioned, coached by Petit. Christian, what, what do you think... Um, <laughs> what do you what do you think of this matchup? What do you think of Bovista? It's gonna do you think it's gonna it's gonna be a an easy game? I hope no, not a, not at all. I hope that Fadisim and his coaching staff looked at the game tape from that one what was semifinal final four of the Tasa de Cerveja competition in uh Leiria, and I hope that they uh make huge adjustments because that game that was not good. I mean, I think we spoke about it here on the podcast. Uh, after the game, which, you know, made the statement that if you didn't know Portuguese football, you had no idea that Benfica was playing in red and and, and Wolvista played in black and white and checkered uh, shirts. And you went to the game for the first time and you saw there's a big team playing. You think it was it was Wolvista. I mean, they absolutely wiped the four winners in the second half. Unfortunately for them and fortunately for us, they couldn't convert. Vlaco Dimos uh, had one of his better games and um, you know, it's just it's unacceptable for Benfica to be dominated and controlled in games um, in the Portuguese league. And so, you know, again, it's one thing in sport, one thing in sporting. It's another thing against everybody else in the league. So I hope that they make the proper adjustments. I hope that the players understand that it's not going to be an easy game. You know, they're going to come to play. Uh, Petit has done a tremendous job. I know a lot of people have often criticized Petit, you know, saying that he lays down when he plays against Benfica because his record against Benfica is not necessarily the best. But I think he's done a tremendous job at Boavista. I think they're going to look to carry that momentum into this game. Once again, they're playing at home, as you mentioned. They have a, a stellar record at home, and it's going to be tough. It's going to be um, tough for all the reasons I've mentioned, tough for the fact that we can't convert. We're not playing uh, – look, we're what is it, three-game win streak or whatever it is. We're in a nice little streak now. But at the or two games or whatever it is, but at the same time, it has not been impressive football at any at any point. So, it, it's going to be difficult. Um, and hopefully, as I mentioned before, hopefully they make the proper adjustments and Benfica finds a way to squeak away and walk away with the three points. Yeah. What about you, Dave? If expectations are you going to be angry again this Friday probably, watching the game? Probably. Uh, if uh, if it's the same. Uh, squad in the same performance that we saw a couple of weeks ago in that uh, Tasa uh, performance. It's going to be a long uh, after Friday afternoon uh, for us uh, on this side of the uh, the Atlantic. But um, I'm just looking at the the lineup from that uh, that one one draw. What do you guys think of where some of the changes uh, may may come? Uh, Vlakodimos is still probably going to be uh, in net. 
yeah. Lazaru at uh, right back. Uh, Vertonghen and Moratu were uh, the center back pairing that match with uh, Otamendi away on international duty, yeah. so he probably slides back uh, back in. Though, did he pick up a, a card? Is he suspended for the? Uh, I don't. I don't believe so. Uh, let's. I don't no, believe he'll be, so. He'll, he'll be available. He'll be available. Who are you talking uh, about? Ultimately, he'll, he'll be available. He had a bad game last game, but I think he'll be available. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Grimaldo at uh, at left back. Now, this match uh, against Bovisha, we went 4-3-3. So we went with the midfield of Weigel, João Mario, and Paul Bernardo. I don't think we resort back no. to that 4-3-3. So out of those three guys, who do you think uh, gets the uh, the start? Or who's on the uh, the bench to start? I think that João Mario gets the start because he's, uh, well, he had COVID set out. Um, I think he's ready to come back, especially now that he's he's somewhat rested, if you will. Uh, I think that João Mario comes back and Bernardo sits. Um, Weigel and, and João Mario in the middle, I think, in my opinion. Just want to say, just want to say good night, um, Diogo. Thanks for, for jumping in, man. And we always uh, enjoy your participation here on the chat. Have a good night, yeah. bro. Yeah. Um, Good point that uh, Befiki Samaritan is bringing here. Uh, with everything that went up, went down uh, up north, with the with the bullets and whatnot, and whatever whatever the heck that was, uh, it wasn't pretty. Uh, but we got Polinia is going to be out. Um, Pep's going to be out. Uh, Kuat is going to serve a one one game uh, suspension this upcoming game. Are you guys feeling a little confident that without these guys, uh, these teams could could possibly slip? Oh well, I don't think Porto will because Porto's been playing without Pep for a while. Um, but I think that uh, Polinia with Sporting is a, is a significant loss. I think. I think they'll be all right. I think in the Portuguese league is not enough competition, and I I, I think you go back a couple of games, uh, one a couple of the the, the important Sporting games of late, and Polinia has been coming off the bench too. So I think they've done a good job in rotating players. And again, the competition in Portuguese football is not exactly the strongest. So I think for two games, they'll be all right. The third game that Palinho will miss will be a Taça de Portugal game against Foco do Porto. So that really doesn't matter. It's really for two games. And 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 I think I think those teams have more than enough to make up for those important players. Not to say that they're not important, but they have uh, adequate replacements. Um, Ugarat has done well. I think Ugarat has yeah. been playing a lot of late. Um, I think he's not so. I forget what game it was because my Lagarto friends were on Twitter talking about it. Like they were surprised Paulinho was on the bench. Yeah, yeah, but there was something else, man. I forget what it is because I don't really pay attention to them. But yeah, Paulinho has not exactly started every single game uh, for for them of late. So they'll be all right. Portuguese league is weak. You know, you have Porto's on a 50 game unbeaten streak. That's all you got to know. Sporting. They're the last team to beat Porto 50 games ago. I think Sporting has enough, uh, at least in the Portuguese league. Uh, obviously, against the big boys in the Champions League, it's a totally different level. But in the Portuguese league, for two games, those teams will be uh, will be okay. Um, I hope they're not. Let's be fair, Alfredo. Hope they trip yeah. up. But you know, yeah. I mean, it's always something that uh, that could rock a team. Uh, I don't think it's going to be too big of a rock, but it's something you know. Uh, and I think all the everything that happened on. On, at the Dragão, I think that uh, the media visibility and I think it's hard for the team to ignore um, everything that's uh, 
that's happening, all the investigations and stuff. But I, uh, like you said, Cristiano, I think that the op- the level of opposition is not that tough, and I think they'll even if they play ugly or they squeak by with a goal from from Coates in the 95th minute, I think they'll they'll get it done. Coates okay. is suspended as well. He's suspended for one game. Yeah, one game. which I I don't think they sh- they should have suspended him because that first yellow card wasn't really uh, a foul. Maybe maybe they'll 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 you know uh go no, they've to, already go, they already handed down the calma calma maybe oh. what I'm saying is maybe they'll go see the same judge that they went to see for Palinha calma yeah. Palinha finally no. sits out on on cards amazing oh not on, not on cards <laughs> it, 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 I mean, it was some type of suspension I guess he picked up the bullet I don't know. We can finally say the Portuguese league is making some progress, though. We finally got suspensions handed out the same week that the crime was committed. We're not getting suspensions handed out like three months after the fact. Remember, Tarapt got into that fight uh, against the uh, against it was Braga at Eduardo, Eduardo, yeah. And we we didn't get a suspension uh, result until midway through this uh this season where we had to serve it yeah. so we gotta we gotta give some credit where the credits do the the league is is making some vast improvements and yeah uh, and they're, uh, they're handing down the law yeah and everybody's uh the, the big thing on twitter today was the when the when the suspensions came down on Polina, um that that apt got a, a much bigger penalty uh than Polina has got for probably the exact same thing uh which was a a push Palinha had a hand in the face of Mar- or, or of Marquezine. But uh, that's been the, the big topic on Twitter today has been, you know, can you tell the differences? To me, the big I- topic is how how in the world, Alfredo, is the club who played the home game, obviously, have their usher, whatever the hell you want to call people working the game and throwing stuff at play, and they don't get – any type of fine multi, nothing. It's just it's. <laughs> They're above the law. The laughing. That's to me the laughing part. They're about above it. the law up there. Uh, well, did you hear about um, the one inspector? Um, I don't know if he was a judge or an inspector. Studio that the stadium was crashing. No, no, no. Oh, no, no. There was um, <laughs> there was a guy that went from Lisbon for the investigation to listen to some wiretaps at, at in Porto or. Uh, review some documents that were about to be opened by the court. And as it turns out, the guy died up north. Uh, they did his aut- autopsy and they cremated him all up north. And the guy's from Lisbon. It's a strange thing. But that that's also one of the topics that has come up this uh, this week in the media. So, run this, so wait. An in, some kind of an investigator. Investigator from, for what? For one of these cases that are going on with uh, with Porto, right? You went up to Porto to verify either or to listen to some wiretaps or some 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 documents were gonna be unsealed, and he was gonna review them, and he was gonna he's part of the investigation. All of a sudden, he he died up there. Uh, they did an auto- an autopsy, and they cremated him. All up there within like two days of this happening. That sounds like one of these ought to make a murder Netflix series. I don't know, man. That's <laughs> Gonzalez, help me out. Here. I know that Gonzalez knows the story because he's usually up on. I don't. Everything. I've never heard of that. I've never. I've never. Yeah, you, you only read the big title, the big letters. You don't read the small articles. 
Nice. That's a waste of time, bro. I got you to do that. That's true. Here we go. Here's Michael. <laughs> oh, it's like uh, the guy that committed suicide that in Porto by shooting himself. He, but he must have swallowed the gun at the same time. No weapon near him. Hey, Michael, what was the, the, the story there with that inspector that went up north, man? Do you know that? Hey, but that's what he's talking hey, Bro, I don't want to talk about I mean, I'm... <laughs> no, I'm just here saying, go, it's like, because, look, we were talking about everything that happens up there and how the cops are, are basically look the other way when anything happens up there. And this kind of ties in. Yeah, he had a heart attack, asked to go back to the hotel. And they handled the whole thing in two days. What about his family? Uh, this just sounds crazy, bro. This is too much. <laughs> it sounds Muy crazy. Go, go it. Bro. This is too much. I just, this is nuts. In, this it's is. In, it's in the media. It's in the media. Is it? But what obviously, media? Let's not yeah. drag the media but, into look, this. They don't have the best track record the, right now. <laughs> the the guy was breaking. The guy was set to review emails related to this Porto corruption case. Coincidence, all this happens. So, it is what it is. You know, it's like um, <laughs> the uh, that that referee. I, I think you guys know he was on on Twitter today. Uh, there was a video of him on Twitter. He was talking about um, things that that happened. Uh, and I think he's, his answer was like, why didn't the law come down? And he goes, oh, porque estamos in Portugal. That's what he said. So I actually have it here. I'll see if I can play it for you guys. Um, but yeah, but look, it's um, it's something that uh, I don't know, man. It's just got it. Uh, let's see what he says. Uh Okay. He got 20 days. He got 20 days now, but he was supposed to be doing a 30-day suspension. Uh, but yeah, so somebody was asking, how is, how is uh, Hugo Viana on the field? And he said, Estamos in Portugal. Uh, you know, whatever. Anyway, Dave, what else you got? You got any more anger? You're very, very subdued today, man. Did somebody give you uh, they don't call month? Yeah, I said, I was already saying this was Saturday afternoon where I was uh, all riled up, but it's now Tuesday night it was valentine's day yesterday it was my birthday yesterday i'm all that's I'm right all happy so birthday here. thank you thank you no i'm all i'm all good if, like i said if we were doing this live on saturday afternoon we would have gotten a couple of strikes off of uh youtube here so it's yeah. for our own good that we don't go uh, no, you right could curse on youtube you could curse on. It, you, your birthday would have been complete had somebody not fucked up your twitter handle as they were wishing you happy birthday on twitter <laughs> who i want names this, they, our social media maven, Cristiano Oliveira. It wasn't Bruno? No. For once. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, that's all we got. Um, Cristiano, you got anything else to say? I'm just... No, no. I'm 
Did you read what what Gonçalo said? I did. I'm just speechless. Um, <laughs> I, 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 it's the first I've heard. You speechless? I, wow. Yeah, it's the first I hear this. It's the first Chris I hear is, this. Chris I mean, is nervous now that the, anytime he what? has to go to Porto now. No. Like, like no. I told you, you only you only read the big letters. I'm a I people person, bro. I'm a people person. People love me. Even Portistas love me, bro. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's just it just. Uh, look, I'd, I'd rather keep my comments to myself because I could just. It's I love my Portugal. I'll say that much, man. And it's it's just a damn shame. It's a damn shame. Um, some of the things that go on there, and we just it's as if we're stuck in the 1980s. I've said that over and over again. So I don't. I'd rather bash them. I just hope that the authorities do their job once. Uh, you know, for the first time in a while, and they, it just this is it's it's a game of football. At the end of the day, it's football. I mean, like Hugo likes to say all the time to, to, to me, which is football is the least, it, it's the most serious of our least problems. You know what I mean? Like we really, it's it's really something like that. Yeah. It's it's the least of our problem. Like, we, you know, we all have families, we all have things going on. And at the end of the day, because of a, a soccer ball, the stuff that that goes on and the stupidity and, 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 and you know the reaction from certain fans, a group a group of fans. It just to me, it makes absolutely no sense, man. You start yeah. questioning people's character. Um, I think the one thing Alfredo and Dave, this is before your time here on the podcast, Steve and I and Alfredo um, used to comment on some of the rumors that used to come out about me. And I know Dave, you share the same the same sentiment. We've said it over and over. Uh, you know, uh, for the most part, the majority of the Benficistas that I've had the pleasure of speaking to here and abroad and wherever wherever they may be. I, th I think we've all agree on the, you know, if Benfica has been found guilty, if it is, if they are in fact corrupt, if they are in fact doing these shady things, we all believe that Benfica should be punished to the fullest extent of the law and that the people should be banned from the club and that shit like this would never happen again at our club. And we see in other clubs, we see the shit that goes on in their club and people try to rationalize it, try to defend it, you know, like, you know, people trying to tell me that it was okay for for ushers or whatever people working at the stadium that are going on on Friday to, to spit at people and throw chairs Steady, at players. Who told you it was okay? Be, because sporting sporting players started it. They're <laughs> the ones that started it. They were physical. They started it. So uh, again, in between the they four lines, in between the four lines, that's between. Look, they could sit there and all and headbutt each other and whatever. That's in between the four lines. It should never trickle down to the stands, to the workers, to the photographers, to the media. It should never get to that level. That is, you know, unprofessional. That is an absolute embarrassment. I would have said the same thing had it been at Stade de Luz. Um, I had the privilege of working with Benfica, for Benfica. I can't imagine in those games that I was on the sidelines on the bench for Benfica and having the Benfica players get into a fight with the opposition and me jumping in there like, oh, I'm defending my boy. I just <laughs> I, you know, like I, I, I couldn't I would never do that. There's a professionalism when it comes to doing that type of work. And when people try to, oh, but but sporting player, oh, you know, they should have left Pep alone. Like, like, dude, please tell me you're joking. Like and so there's just a, a group of fans that does not that never takes blame that never points a finger at themselves and and I think that in Portugal it just it's it's a bad look man it's a bad look and at the end of the day it's it's a sporting event and and you got people possibly losing lives over it I mean it's it's a freaking damn shame yeah no uh you know and and the other thing was this this last this and what Shiano was talking about this last piece of news about Bruno Paixão who was a referee a few years back that apparently. Um, 
Benfica was paying paying for services to a company that Brun Paixão was involved in, um, and then that company was playing was paying Brun Paixão. So anyway, all all of it's 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 a great coincidence that all this comes out the day after those shenanigans up north. Um, but I, you know, I read something on the internet on Twitter that I thought you know I I agree with. If if it's gonna take for Benfica to go to the second division in order to clean house in terms of the directive, uh, obviously if Benfica is found guilty, I'm all for it. I'm all for it. I'll watch Benfica in the second league for a whole season. If Rui Costas and, and everyone from top to bottom, everyone goes gets the fuck out. I believe in that. I agree with that. But at the same time, it can be a double standard. You can't send me down for second division and, and keep Dave up here when Dave is doing the same exact thing, if not worse than what I'm doing. I mean, that's, I think, the authorities, the league, they have to step in. And again, what goes for one should, you know, it, it should go free. What doesn't go shouldn't go free. You know, I think they have to have different, the same but, rules and standards for everyone. But there's should been no a, one... a double standard for the longest time. I mean, we everybody heard the, the wiretaps um for a pit dorado right and the wiretaps were kicked out of court and as a result they, they couldn't be used as as uh as testimony or or proof right so who who did that Who, whose fault is that you know so there, there's definitely a double standard where the team up north doesn't get the same treatment justice treatment uh when they're up north um than Befica. i can only speak for Befica. i don't know about Sporting, whatever. Um, but certainly I, I think that um like Shino mentioned, if if we're if if some somebody at the club did something and it's is found guilty, I hope that the law prosecutes Mefica to the full extent of the law. And if that includes going to second division, so be it. So be it. I'm ready. So yeah, I mean and it's, hopefully it's, the it's hopefully sad. the whole directive will topple. Also with that, which which would be great. It's it's a great. it's a cultural thing. I mean, you know, it has to. It change. is a cultural thing. It has to change. It's a third. Uh, you know, when you're when you're in a third world country, for as much as it pains me to say this about Portugal, when you're in a third world country where there's a a, a huge division or a huge hole between upper class and lower class in terms of the poverty line. There's always going to be corruption because th those are the type of those are the types of situations that breed. Corruption. I dispute that. I fight that to the fullest, man. I grew up really poor and it never led my parents to no corruption. I never did anything illegal. I think there's a lot of classy people. I don't think money determines who you are. You're classy people with character money, regardless of how much money you got in your pocket. I think that's a lame excuse for people to do shitty things. Um, I just think that it's the way people look at games. It's a sporting event. You know, people well, it, want to win at all costs. It doesn't it matter. On the person, Cristiano. Not exactly. every, I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm generalizing. I'm not being, yeah. you know, uh, I think that when you don't have money and you're looking to make a quick buck, and if it's to sell your soul or to sell your, your morals and your beliefs, I think that the money will speak louder. And unfortunately, that goes on in Portugal a lot. How many times have we seen, oh, uh, uh, this, this whole thing with Paulo Gonçalves, where he was getting access Uh, to the to court documents to to see what was going on and what Benfica was being accused of, 
by a guy that worked in the court system in exchange that guy was apparently getting tickets to games people sell themselves for very little these days but uh you know it, it's it's what we have to deal and unfortunately because we love Benfica so much we kind of keep watching keep coming back to this league uh because other than that there, there's no quality um poorly organized poorly run um there's nothing really that attracts me to I, this I, league other than watching Benfica I think a great way to put it and, and, and not to I'm I'm really so if Steve Lagarde was listening to this I'm really not mentioning this because you got spanked today I'm really not but Bernardo Silva after today's game had a, had a great comment and he said that the Portuguese league need to they need to be better they need to do better I think I'm just I'm, you know I'm quoting here somewhere along those lines he said in other words he said you know, that he watched the game. I guess, you know, they were watching a huge game to try to scout their next opposition on Friday. This is past Friday, you know, against uh, Porto. And he said, we're, we're watching, I'm watching my game with my teammates, and this is an absolute, it's a joke, it's a circus. Portuguese league needs to be better. The officials need to make sure we're better. The people need to make sure we're better because the image that it puts out to the outside, it's not a positive one. Like he said, as he was watching, he was embarrassed. Yeah. It just. If that's the product, that's the image, that's the idea you want to put out to the rest of the world, so be it. But if you want to be taken serious, man, the league needs to step down, needs to step down, needs to come down hard on these people. But at the same time, how hard can I come down on you, Alfredo, when I fear for my family, when I fear for the next step I take? So, Yeah, Brian, I I agree with you, man. MLS is much more or despite the problem about the the relegation and promotion i think that the way mls is is run is run a lot better than than the portuguese league um and look there's a lot of intricacies to the mls there's that gam there's that tam there's this there's that uh no relegation no promotion there's a lot of things that need to be fixed within the MLS, but when you have individual owners that that invest millions and millions in these clubs, do you really expect them to go down and play USL? Not even close. Mm-hmm. They spent a lot of money for the team to be in MLS, uh, and there's no way that after a season, which usually rookie seasons are or debut seasons for MLS clubs are bad uh, generally, there's no way that after investing that much money, the guy was going to be relegated as a result of a, a poor system, a poor season. But, but I still think that the, uh, that the Portuguese league, not only the Portuguese league, but I think there's a lot of leagues in the world that, that could take some pages off the MLS and the way the MLS is run. But anyway, that's my, uh, that's my two not cents. just run. It's not just run. It's just the way. Like, Cristiano, we talk about it, about the, the media access all the time here. Yeah, but 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 here we could be. Prof- I don't I don't see. See, I think Carlos mentioned it about the regionalism, right? The regions in Portugal. I don't see a because you don't see the professionalism now. You see reporters from up north asking instigative questions when they come yeah. south. You see guys going from south to north. At the end of the day, I've been in a lot of locker rooms, Alfredo. You, we've had the privilege. You've been beside me in a lot of them, and. Bro, we're professionals, regardless of who's in who's in the house at that day, regardless of what part of the country you're from. In the United States, I think being a professional journalist, being a professional media member, 
there's standards that you have to abide by. It's not you can't just go into a locker room and start, you know, pulling a Dave D. Oliveira and spewing off and hating on everybody. You know what I mean? <laughs> I'm joking, Dave. You know I love you. Um, because you know, you're probably not gonna be allowed back the next week. In Portugal, you see and they limited, and this is a closed situation, controlled really by the team and a press officer. You see these post-game press conferences, and some of these journalists are just asking questions, nothing to do with the game. They're just trying They're to just light shit on fire. Yeah. So, so now imagine those same guys having a microphone in PZ's mouth, a face, and Andrea may after uh, 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 you know, a two to one loss at the at the Dragon on a on a goal offside by four feet. You know what I mean? Like these are the dangers. I don't believe that those people can be professional. So, and I, yeah. I often criticize elite for not having that access. But at the same time, I understand. I don't think these people can be perfect. That's what I mean about culture. At the end of the day, man, your class and your character as a person should come first before anything. Yeah, I, I think, and I think it goes back to what uh, some of the things that Bernardo uh, mentioned today. That there needs to be a culture change, and people need to uh, kind of get educated and, and learn to be different uh, from the players all the way up to the directors. Um, and not missing anyone that's involved, you know, media, everyone. I think there needs to be a culture change, and I think until that culture change exists, where you're looking and publicizing the beauty uh, that football is, the beautiful sport that it is, uh, until you, your your focus is on that, there's always going to be controversy. There's always going to be Sam TV. There's always going to be the day after, whatever it is, the Esquint, whatever. Those shows, and, and believe it or not, those shows get ratings. And they get ratings, why? Because people love to, they don't care about uh, listening to a dissertation about why uh why a team played well and their positioning in a high block and a low, they don't care about that shit. They just want people's laundry to be aired out. That's the mentality. And that has to change. Yeah, but that's fine. But in the United States, you have a tremendous crave for, you remember the Jerry Springer's, the Jer Jenny Jones shows those, there's a tremendous crave for that, but it doesn't mean that, that, you know, but at a sporting we, level, we, is we there something like that at a sporting level? There yeah, is, there thing. is, but we don't get it. Yeah, there is a first take, and you see, like, social media, people's attitudes has changed, but I know that I can go. Red Bulls play NYCFC. They play Philadelphia, D.C. United. Let's just call those direct opponents the closest ones in New England, right, the closest in, in terms of region. And you can go there with your family and feel safe inside a game. Regardless, you can wear a Philadelphia Union shirt, and you cannot go into Stadio do Dragon with a Benfica shirt. You can't. The Dragon and many there. others up north. I've been there. I've seen it with my own eyes. You can't do that. Benfica's, and I'm not defending Benfica. There's still a little bit of a family atmosphere, depending where you're at in the stadium as well. Let's not let's not kid ourselves. But I think football has evolved, right? I understand back in the days the 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 regional aspect of things. You go into Palermo and I'm defending myself. You go into Udine. Like those are all regions back in the days, people didn't travel as much. There wasn't social media. We had that 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 way of defending ourselves, of defending our territory. And football has clearly evolved from those years, but yet in Portugal it seems like they're still stuck in the 70s and 80s. Things have evolved. I think we as people don't have excuses anymore to behave like animals. We need to be able to 
sit next to one another. I get aggravated. Hey, man, you know, but we need to be able to sit next to one another, root for a different team, walk out. Look, man, hey, you like that team? I like this team. It is what it is. Look, you don't like my wife. I don't like my wife, right? There's, you know, we all have different likes, right? But at the end of the day, we could all get along with one another and we keep it moving. But no, it's like we, God forbid, we sit together at an event in Portugal. We really can't. And it's like, so it's football. For, for a bunch of people that just want to bite each other's head off? Or, or do we want to make this a fun event for the family, for the sport to grow in the country, right? We want families. We want kids to go. Because remember, kids are tomorrow's fans. Yeah. They're tomorrow's customer. And if you make this a scary situation, you don't make this a comfortable situation for these kids to tune in. Nowadays, you have the option of sitting in front of your TV, in front of your computer screen. You can watch Manchester United and Cristiano Ronaldo. You can watch Real Madrid. You can watch Formula One race. You can watch NBA, MLB. You don't have to get out of your house and feel threatened for a second. And you can watch every sporting event in the world right from the comfort of your own home as opposed to having to worry about, wow, if I go into study to lose with a sporting shirt, am I going to get beat up? It's not It's not a healthy thing to to, no. to go through, and people need to understand that. And I, that that's culture, man. It, and look, I like the fans. I like the clock sitting there supporting, screaming. But again, I don't condone violence, man. Sit there, support. You know, intimidate. I'm okay with the intimidation stuff, whatever. That's fine. But there's a line. It's a sporting event. It's the least of the most important things in your life. You know? Yeah. No, I, I, I don't disagree. I think there's a lot to that needs to be uh, to be changed in, in Portuguese football. You know? But you're right. Carlos uh, saying it's un- uncivilized. Um, and this obviously coming from a country where uh, the, the literacy uh, rate is probably... Uh, one of the lowest in in Europe, uh, so take it for what it is. But the fact that you can't read doesn't mean that you can't be respectful to other people. So, uh, by the way, Brian, Brian Peters, first time I see you here in the Freddie in the Freddie chat, appreciate it. But it, you know, talking about your unpopular opinion about having people come, in, I've been preaching that for years. Benfica needs to get away from this uh, socio model. Um, my, my problem with that, uh, and I do understand the, the benefits from it, as you mentioned tons of times, um, I think that my problem with that is that uh, you will lose your voice, much like... Uh, what, what voice do you have now? United. Uh, Cristiano, you can go to assemblies, you can vote on things, they you can still approve don't things. do anything you could, about it. You could... You could... Um, you could vote... You could... You could Podes convocar umas eleições Sim. to the, the president. It, there's a lot of things, there's Benfica. a lot of power that, so uh, that socios have. From 1994 until 2022, that's what, 28 years, correct? We've had stabilization in 28 of those years. We've had, let I'm going to be fair, 10 years, if that's not already a lot. Things have been stabilized, and it could all have been a crock of bullshit. For 10 years, that means that there's 18 toxic nonsense years. What has those convocatorias of, of assemblage and all, what has that done for you? Absolutely nothing. All you keep doing is voting some people in. They're going to take advantage of the current situation over and over and over again. I just finished stating to you and all our listeners that 
Portuguese culture when it comes to sporting events is stuck in the 70s and 80s. And again, the model of this sauce, you shit, is stuck. It's a model that doesn't work no more in European football, with the exception of Bayern Munich. They do a really good job, but that's different culture. Those are people that are civilized. Okay. You go to Barm, you go to Barcelona in Real Madrid, they give you the whole sauce you stuff, but the presidents, they run the show. But uh Cristiano, uh better to have a choice than to have no choice, right? Well, you know what, Alfredo? Based on the last 30 years, I wish we didn't have a choice because all we kept doing is electing dumbasses into the to, to, to presidency. But you still so have I'm a choice, sure. right? It's choice so that you keep getting wrong. The, the the choice they keep getting wrong, but you still have a choice. But Alfredo, who's to say? But see, this is the problem I have with, with people. Like we, with that. we don't live in, in China or, or North Korea. Um, or Canada. Alfredo, but why is it that when we talk about I remember for years, for many years, and you know this very well, here on the podcast, we'd get into these conversations. When we talked about electing a new president, which I was tired of Aurelius at the time, and it was, but oh, but who else? Why not? Oh, but who else is there? Well, and the same thing with the ownership now. Why do we always go to the terrible examples? Why is it that all of a sudden if Benfica gets bought out, guys, a majority owner, a guy that's going to come in and invest his hard-earned money into making this club a better club, why is it all of a sudden we go into Manchester United? Well, Manchester United has won a couple of Champions League over the last 30 years. Have they not? Is I would trade. I would trade a, I would trade six, seven years of, of circus as Sportly's Women Fika for two Champions League because guess what? We get 10, 12, 15 years of circus and no Champions League. We get out of the group and we throw a party. We beat Barcelona in the group stage game and we threw a party as if we'd won the championship. I don't think that uh, they've won under the Americans' uh, ownership. Glazier? Yeah. I don't, the I better, better example for that would be for would be Arsenal. But Arsenal was phenomenal with Kronk at the beginning, and then things uh, went sour. Went sour. It was Victoria I, too at the beginning. I think. Um, let me let me just say this, and then let's wrap it up. Um, I think that there's there's a, a culture change that needs to happen. Um, I think Benfica's voting system is flawed. Um, I think the Casa shouldn't have the right to have 50 votes count for them. Um, I think that there's the, the the way the votes are awarded. I get it. I mean, if you've been associate for 10 years, you get more votes. But there's there's a disparity between the very old guys, which are the guys that said, oh, I remember Valia's vid when, and Luis Flipier did this for us, as opposed to um, the people that you see on Twitter. That are that's a younger crowd. If you if 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 you followed Twitter and the Benfica world, you would think for sure that Noronha Lopes would have won. Such was the 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 backing behind the guy, right? But what you're not counting uh, against is all the old fell all the old folks that are going to use their 20, 25 votes, 50 votes, whatever they have to vote for the guy that was there. So, whatever. Oh, look, look I, I don't think Gonzalez there's a perfect, is an Arsenal expert, so I don't think there's a perfect there's a perfect scenario here. I mean, I I kind of get the whole. I've been I've been a paying member for forty years. Why shouldn't my vote count as much as yours, Chris? Uh, when you've been a, a member for two weeks, I kind of get that, right? So I, I I don't think there's a perfect system. To be brutally honest with you, uh, and then the one thing that. We need to not kid ourselves, guys. We we got to stop with this fantasy that 
they listen to us. They don't give a shit about your 240 bucks. Just like they don't give a shit about my 240 bucks. They don't care. I honestly, they're going to tell you they care. If they care, bro, Ark, they wouldn't be committing these. these, these they wouldn't. They, look, first of all, Alfredo, you know, better than anybody else here in this chat, you know, I remember being livid when Benfica hired Paulo Gonçalves. Because he'd been associated with the bullshit up north with Vitoria, uh, with, with with Volvista. Why would you? Why would you go hire someone that's been involved in such cases to be a part of your club? If 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 the people at Benfica cared about you, the member, the paying member, if he cared about you, the sauce, you you would not hire a guy like that. They don't give a shit about us. That's a fact. We can try to spin it whichever way it is. I think a lot of times, bro, we have to look. Look at ourselves in the mirror and say, Epa, listen, you're an ugly guy, bro. You know what I mean? You're not the prettiest guy in the in, in, in the dancer. You know what I mean? So you're not going to walk out with a 10. Be satisfied with a 6, bro, because that, that's all you can get. We need to be honest with ourselves, bro. Just my opinion. Yeah. And Patrick Swofford said the election was rigged. And, and knowing what we know today about Luis Fleviera and how protected he felt by being the president of uh, Benfica, there's a possibility that some 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 shitty business went went on behind the scenes that prevented uh Sean Noronha Lopez from winning. I don't I wouldn't doubt it. I wouldn't doubt it. Well, I don't but anyway, um, of, I think we've uh, kind of votes that weren't uh that were just magically taken uh taken away without counting in some unmarked cars too. Yeah. Who knows? Who knows? I don't know. I think I and think this, in, today, uh, in today's it, world, I think it's it's fashionable to every time people lose an election, everything's fake. Every and I'm not saying it isn't, but <laughs> it just look we lost, so it's fake. Look at the end of the day, um, he lost. It is what it is. Somebody still had to go vote for the other guy. The other guy spent 17 years there. People had ample opportunities to vote him out, and they didn't, whether it's rigged or not. Look, man, Benfiquistas, step up, show up. If you really believe that your voice is heard, show up. All right, man, do, do what you got to do. Because what's happened at our club over the last, I don't know, you know, 30 years, it's, it's, it's an absolute embarrassment. I don't think that they pay attention to us. You have a couple of years, it looks great. But I, I honestly do not think because their actions speak louder than their words, bro. Again, I go back to Benfica's involved in, in, in Shkuta's here, this process there. Some of them true, some of them not. But at the end of the day, if you really cared about people, you really cared about their, 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 their hard-earned money, they would not be bringing in scumbags like the guys that we've seen this club hire over and over and over and over again. You get what I'm saying? I agree. And so... Bob, bring me, bring me Roman Abramovich. Bring me a, a filthy rich guy to come in. And, and I tell you, a lot of you guys will not be showing up with Benfica's in the Champions League final against Chelsea. But guess what? I'll be there front and center of my Benfica shirt, happy as hell. And you could go back and cry about being a member. Because, look, there's plenty of clubs in Portugal you could be a member of. Benfica won't be the last one. That's all we got for you this week. Next week we'll be back. We'll uh, recap the World Vista game. We'll look ahead to uh, Benfica's next uh, game. What does uh, Ajax come with? First leg of Ajax, Ajax game? after after Boa Vista. Right. So is that a Tuesday or Wednesday, Dave? You know, I believe it's a Wednesday. It's the Wednesday okay. uh, game. All right. What so about we'll, Benfica? Yeah. Let's not be embarrassed the same way that. Uh, Let's stop with the embarrassed. I think Mef I think Mefica has a has a shot. Let's not forget. Look, they 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 have dominant numbers, but they're playing in in, in freaking Holland. And where's okay? Mefica playing? 
Sports are still a better league than Holland. No, it's not. Mm, we're getting, they're, they're coming up. Okay, they're coming up. So what? Listen, I think there's a, there's uh, AX, a parody. A, there's more AX, of a parody. AX gave up. Yeah, because the rest of the team sucks. With the exception of two teams, everybody else sucks. Bro, AX gave up 10 goals all year, and I think bum-ass sporting with their kids scored three of them of the 10. Bum-ass sporting when they lost, what was it, 4-2, and they lost 5-1, whatever. Come on, dude. Uh, leave me alone. Look, I, I, I'm not saying Bifik is going to win, but this whole embarrassment thing, the only negative thought about this one game that I got is our coach. I have no trust in him, no belief in him, but – I still think Benfica. Look, they're probably not going to come out away, c- c- come away with the win, with the victory here in advance to the next round. But I don't think it's going to be what we saw today. Started off a lot. I don't think it's going to be anything like that. So you guys need to simmer down a little bit. All right, let's go. When's the game? <laughs> Wednesday. Next, next Wednesday. So podcast Tuesday or Wednesday next week. Tuesday. I think it'd be fun to come here and, and me say, "I told you guys we weren't going to lose like that." I hope and I don't sound lose? like that sporting guy, that sporting fan you sent me today. Yeah. <laughs> okay, everybody. Take care. Thank you, Freddy's. Thanks, Freddy's. Take care, everyone. Peace out, guys. Later.